Welcome to the Illuminations Media Network. Welcome back to the Illuminations Media Network. This is Tamara Westwood, your host, and I'm truly excited to have you back again for a very fascinating show. Today we're going to be speaking about healing, which is one of my favorite subjects. And the subject today is autism spectrum disorder. And we're speaking to my good friend, Dr. Raji, all the way from India. We'll be right back after this brief message and you can learn so much more this amazing topic. Now is the time to unleash the power of your mind and start feeling amazing. Boost your confidence, lose weight, stop smoking, release stress, and more. Visit beyondhypnosis.org and experience how hypnotherapy merged with light and sound technology can take you to higher levels of emotional and physical well-being. That's beyondhypnosis.org. And we're back right here on the Illuminations Media Network with my guest, Dr. Raji. Dr. Raji, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. And since you're brand new to the Illuminations Media Network family, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about how you moved into the direction of healing autism. Hi, Tamara. Thank you for having me on your show. Lovely to hear your voice here. Um, so I'll just jump straight in and introduce myself, as you rightly said. Um, basically, I'm trained as a medical doctor with a medical degree qualification from India. And um, later on, I got into um, alternative forms of healing, especially energy medicine, and have experience of over 25 years. Uh, and right now, I would uh, call myself, uh, myself an autism expert because past few years, I've been focused on autism and healing children with autism from all over the world. From over 25 countries in the world, I've been uh, doing healing and, you know, having healed over more than 100 children. And I especially help nonverbal autistic children speak in 10 sessions or less, 10 healing sessions or less. Um, I've also written a book, How to Heal Autism and ADHD in 30 Days, The Phenomenally Powerful Breakthrough of Intent Healing. And I'm the founder of Authentic Autism Solutions and the pioneer of my own uh, healing method that I call Intent Healing. Oh, that is uh, quite a story there. But you know, in the green room, we spoke a little bit deeper about that personal story about your father and how he moved you into the healing aspect of helping people to reach their full potential with health. Could you please share that sweet story? Yeah, actually what happened was, uh, like I was saying, um, you know, I was training to be a medical doctor and during which time my father fell ill. And uh, when he fell ill, um, we started, you know, exploring the reason for his symptoms and all that. And we discovered that it was because of the side effects of the medicines he was being given and he was taking regularly on a daily basis uh, for his asthmatic condition. And because of the side effects of those medicines, he developed a whole lot of other complications. And uh, that's when I got interested, you know, in alternative forms of uh, uh, healing or alternative therapies uh, that would help my father. So we started exploring um, uh, other forms of healing and I just kind of stumbled upon, uh, you know, energy healing methods and he too was interested and we both started uh, experimenting, so to speak, on each other. 
like I would do healing for him, he would do healing for me, and you know we would uh, feel the energies, sense the energies, play with the energies, and that's how we both got interested, and he got better and better and better as he was you know experimenting with all this, and we were doing all of this healing stuff, and uh, what was most interesting for me to see was that. He was so passionate about all this, you know, because he was feeling energy. He was, I would say, he was a natural healer. It is just that this uh, incident or whatever it is with respect to his illness uh, just opened up the avenue for him to discover that and for me to learn so much more from him. Because what was interesting was that he healed so many people of so many ailments, which medical science uh, could not uh, prove, you know, as to how he was doing all of this. So that's how I got uh, really um, uh, very uh, passionately involved. Uh, with energies and uh, the aspect of applying the you know excited me so much applying all of this uh, uh, with my background uh, knowledge in medicine and you know i wanted to see you know how to enhance the lives of people without them having to take medicines and suffer from the side effects of medicines and naturally i started gravitating more towards uh, natural forms of uh, tapping into the body's uh, innate mechanisms of healing and all of that and so that's how um, uh, it, it it was a wonderful opportunity for me to uh, learn um, you know what i learned from my father because I always say this my medical training you know was training me to be a doctor train me to be a doctor or a physician but my father was the one uh, who taught me how to be a healer Oh. And so that that was a wonderful journey that uh, you know I shared with my father, and after that, uh, even now I say that you know I can feel his presence. It's his healing energies that flows through me because it was he. I, I could see that he wanted to help so many people, and uh, even later on when he passed on, also like like it wasn't uh, like he's not there. I've never felt his absence. That that's the most uh, uh, what shall I say amazing experience that I've had with respect to death and dying, and you know that was my first experience of how the energies feel when a person ostensibly is not here in the physical form, but yet that person is there in their whole wholeness and fullness right here. Even now, I feel his presence. So I've never felt his absence at all, and I've always felt him in all his fullness, flowing through all my healings uh. that I'm doing even today. Well, I welcome both of you to the Illuminations Media Network family. Thank you. And, Thank you so much. And I'm just so appreciative. It's, um, you know, when I was reading, I, I have to tell you, family, um, the way I found Raji was that I was doing some research on uh, autism spectrum, uh, so-called disease, so-called disorder, and and I just started thinking that perhaps... You know, it's it's not a disease or a disorder. It it may be just the next step in our human development, adaptation, evolution, or however you want to phrase it. And, uh, and I was reading uh, through Raji's work, and uh, and I said she's saying the same stuff that I was thinking. <laughs> a lot of it, I was afraid to say aloud. Mm. Certainly, <laughs> because, um, I can how, I can completely relate to that. <laughs> but um, but you know I, I I just get that sense and in talking with you in the green room, um, you've helped me to really feel comfort in in that feeling and in believing that yes, that uh, these children are showing up for a reason and that it is for us to learn how to communicate with them and, and how to fortify them and to strengthen them so that they can function uh, to their best capability and, and also to help us. I mean, it seems that they are here to, to catapult and help mankind. You know, you yeah. speak about the energies and the vibrational frequencies. Um, we know that everything is energy. 
but but in your article, especially the one that, that I quoted in, um, in a post that I did on my blog, on my website, if you guys want to read it, um, you want to go to beyondhypnosis.org, and it's the March 18th post. And it's the one that's that's speaking about the scientific research um, where scientists are actually discovering um, that reprogramming human DNA can happen through words and frequencies. And and in that article, they actually uh, quote um, Dr. Raji's work. And so I would love for you to talk a bit about that, about those frequencies um, and, and how these children are dealing with and managing the frequencies and what's really going on in the families and how you're able to help them. Yeah, um, like you rightly said, everything is energy. We start from there. So let's let's define, okay, what is autism really in yes. energy terms actually? Because mm-hmm. that's what matters here because that's, that's what is working here because I'm working at the level of energies. Mm-hmm. So what is autism? It is not, autism is not a developmental disorder or a lifelong developmental disorder with no cure. That is not what it is. So what is it? It is an energy state of being and it's a unique energy signature. So at the lower frequencies, the limiting symptoms dominate and at the higher frequencies, the gifts and talents of this autistic people bloom and the autistic person thrives. So basically it's an energy state of being or a frequency where at different frequencies, different manifestations, uh, you know, manifest to the autistic person. And what is happening here is that the one key word or the phrase that will help us understand them better is energy sensitivity. So autistic beings or autistic children are born in with this innate ability to be able to sense and feel energies uh, with uh, in a much more amplified manner, in a much more accelerated manner when compared to the so-called neurotypical or normal people. So that acts as a double-edged sword. It is a gift as well as the reason for all the limiting symptoms that they experience. Meaning, because they are highly energy sensitive, they are highly energy sensitive to the energy disturbances in the people around them and also in the environment around them. So those act as triggers for the to precipitate all the symptoms in the uh, child or the person with autism because the person is highly energy sensitive and they get disturbed by all this and what I call what they experience is energetic stress. Mm-hmm. So in simple terms, because the autistic person is highly energy sensitive. They're always tuning into the energies of people around them, especially their uh, primary caregivers, their parents. And they sense their energies, they feel their energies, their energy boundaries are poor, they get affected by their those energies. And if those energies are stressful, it manifests as those, um, you know, or it reflects as those limiting symptoms in the person with autism. So my approach is very simple. It's like maths. Okay, energy disturbance causes energetic stress in the person and those en- that energetic stress manifests as the limiting symptoms. So what is the solution? Correct the energy disturbances. Correct the energy disturbances, the energetic stress is corrected, the symptoms just vanish. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and which is why I work with the parents first and you know, uh, and, and, and even before I start the sessions for the child, you start seeing improvements in the child. That is amazing. Now you mentioned previously that that from your first experience with this very first child that you worked with and and, and you know I'll just let you go ahead and tell the story about how the <laughs> child how the child started singing <laughs> yeah 
you know it was such a dramatic experience maybe that's why i'm so hooked on to this you know and especially uh, with respect to non verbal autism i'm going deeper and deeper and uh, deeper into it and i'm discovering so many things that are simply mind blowing so <laughs> how it all started with that child you know like you said uh, uh, i can understand why you're feeling uh, uh, why you feel so connected and you know you want to share this story with the rest of your audience as well as um, what happened was that see this was early days when i was experimenting with energies and uh, how i started was Uh, uh my regular patients who used to come to me and they used especially with pain and then i would just offer this as an alternative i would say you know if you're open to it if you don't want to take keep on taking medicines anyway you're not seeing improvements you know why don't you just uh, try this if you want i can do this healing and let's see if it works and that's how i was experimenting during those days and uh, one child got uh, referred to me with and uh, with a diagnosis of non verbal autism and uh, tamara believe it or not at that time i was wondering okay what is his autism <laughs> okay <laughs> Almost ten years now, because even in medical college, I just don't remember. Maybe it was just there, you know, somewhere, uh, just mentioned once, and just we just forget about it. I don't even remember have answering any paper or question, um, even in the psychiatry course, you know, where they talk about autism. So it was like, okay, what is this condition? So I started, um, you know, exploring that, and but the way the child presented to me was very interesting. Um, he's not speaking, and and everything else is normal. So then the father just told me one thing. He said, uh, uh, I'm. I mean, I I honestly don't know what you're doing or how this is going to work. But then you know he had confidence in me because I was a trained medical doctor. So obviously I feel like you know you're at least you're in uh, my child is in safe hands. So he said I don't know how you're going to do or what you're going to do, and I just honestly don't care about it. I just care about only one thing. Please tell me, will my child speak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said, okay, wait. I'll just make an assessment. I assess the energies of the child, the parents, and at that time, from my understanding, um, I just told him that, see, I'm able to see those disturbances, energy disturbances. So my understanding is very simple. You know, I I try to keep everything very simple and down to the basics because you know ultimately that's all that matters. So I just told him, energy disturbances are there. which is why i'm not surprised is it's manifesting as some limiting symptoms so once you correct those energy disturbances the symptoms have to disappear has to disappear this is my understanding so if you're open to it we'll go ahead and you know make correct those energy disturbances and let's see what happens and they were willing uh, you know to try this out and we did that and it so happened that you know just after this conversation the family had to move to the us and uh, once they moved to the united states uh, we started the sessions it's only after that we started the sessions actually for the child and we used to coordinate and everything was done as remote healing and before long he had a whole lot of list of symptoms you know not being potty trained and you know hyperactive and this that and the other so many symptoms were there but the 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 uh, the symptom that um vanished first or let's just say what happened first as a progress what is started singing <laughs> so that completely <laughs> i can imagine the parents the moment they heard him i imagine they went they recorded they went they running just, they just couldn't wait right and they started calling everybody and <laughs> yeah I, I, i was listening and i was just uh, in in perfect pitch and perfect tone and you know a person who's mu- more musically um, has a more uh, elaborate musical vocabulary would say that was just perfect wow wow <laughs> singing and um, then i got really interested in all of this and eventually all his other symptoms disappeared 
Although my interest, you know, practically speaking, was that I wanted uh, the potty training issue to be sorted out first because he was on diapers and, you know, it's such a, um, you know, what shall I say, on a day-to-day -day basis, I felt that that needs to go first. But that's not what happened. He started singing first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's beautiful. I'm sure that was music then to their ears. Then he went out to a normal school, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Well, you know, you, you speak about uh, getting the energies uh, corrected, you know, that, that the energy fields are, are out of whack and there are all these disturbances and you get them corrected and you get them corrected remotely. Now, that's amazing. That's Actually, you know, uh, Tamara, see, all of us, like you, again, coming back to the statement that you made, and which is, I, I would say that's the only fact that needs to be taught in schools, that everything is energy. Mm -hmm. You have to start from there. So if everything is energy, then you, you start exploring. You start exploring, and then when actually physics has discovered this as well, quantum physics, that we have learned about atoms and you know subatomic particles. So you go deep down, okay, subatoms, atomic level, subatomic level. Then you go deeper down and see, okay, beyond the subatomic level, what is there? What they have discovered is that everything is existing in the form of energies. Yes. And at that level of energies, that's one thing. And at that level of energies, everything is connected to everything else in the universe. Right. So everything is interconnected. It's this energy soup that is there. Literally, that's what, that's what we are uh, swimming in, literally, or, or we are living in. Right. So there is a way by which then comes the next question. You know, how are we, can we access that level? And to be able to see or feel or sense or uh, communicate or connect at the level of energies. And that's what intrigued me. And that's what, you know, took me in this direction of exploring energies, feeling, sensing, seeing, hearing, all of that. And then um, I discovered or actually, everybody can discover this. It just depends upon their interests and their passions. Because I teach uh, parents as well how to do the you know healing and you know feel energy and all of that for themselves as well. So at that level, when you go, it's a meditative state, and you go to that level, you can connect to anything and everything. And then you realize there is nothing called time. There is nothing called space. Everything is here and now. And so, I mean, Raji, Raji, yeah. sorry to to interrupt you, but I just needed to to slow you down just for a moment so that we can all <laughs> catch up with you. Now, this is this is where intention comes in. You know, you Absolutely. That, that certainly everything has its own uh, frequency or energetic signature, if you will. Right? Yes, yes, that, you're right. That, that, is, that is individuated. You know, we all have our different, like I have two children and they're adults now. But each of them has their own smell, their own little scent, and they still do as adults. And I know their smell. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, Wonderful. Yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. Perfect it's sense. It's amazing. And so when you think about that, that each person, like, say, the, the child, the little, little boy that you healed, that first one who started singing, he has a certain signature. His parents have their own signature. And the disturbances happen when they're not, they're not jiving, when they're not in sync. And when so, they're not in alignment, yeah, with right. their own energy or signature. Mm -hmm. And so when you get to that place, I mean, apparently this is a, a meditative process, especially to do it remotely. Uh, you get to that place and you're going to the subatomic level, you are intending on that particular signature. 
Absolutely. You know, the thing is, uh, it's it, it's interesting that, you know, you rightly reined me in and uh, uh, brought in the term intention here. Mm-hmm. Because what I call, um, I say I'm the pioneer of intent healing. Mm-hmm. How that happened is, I, I started asking myself the very same question that you asked me here. You know, how am I doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm doing this. I'm able to go to that level. I'm able to connect. I'm able to feel the energy. I'm able to feel the energy disturbances. I'm correcting those disturbances. Symptoms are vanishing. All of that is fine. Uh, But how am I doing it? Then when I meditated, I I realized that, you know, it is just my intention. It's just my intention that I, 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 I want that person to be their whole self, their complete self, their healthy self, their thriving self, because that's the way I see them. Yes. At that level of energy, that's all I see. Oh, Right there. Really? That's right all there, I see. Raji. <laughs> Raji. So yeah. so you are you are ignoring or or if you know someone from the Judeo Christian belief would say you are turning the other cheek away from the disturbance mm-hmm. and you are holding the intention on what you want to see for this child or this person. What I'm already seeing for that child. Yes. Okay. That is a space I hold and that person's energies, you know, once it raises and resonates with that perfection. Okay. Wow. It can't help but, but do that. Yeah. It's impossible when, when a person is so intensely focused on you and is able to see only your perfect who you are, your true self. It is impossible for anything other than your true self to exist there. Well, all this family, disorder, limitation, all that—it's—it's it's just illusion. Family, I think I think we need a moment of silence right here, because I'm I'm just about to I'm about to scream. So I think I'd rather be silent and take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean. There is this huge, bright light of clarity. And I'm hoping that everyone out there who is an earshot of this show, whether you're listening right now or you're listening two minutes from now, 15 years from now, no matter where you are, that you got this. That, that you have the power to turn away from the imbalance, from what's wrong, from what you are not liking, just by standing firmly grounded in what it is that you want to create. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. To be able to, I just, I would say, I, I just help people to be able to see themselves the way I see them in all their wholeness and the way mm. the universe sees them or consciousness or whatever, God, whatever you want to call it. I just, I can see only that. So that's why, you know, I was not getting it. I mean, I can see that there's nothing wrong with this child. I can see that there's nothing wrong with you, even the parents. Right. I just help them to see themselves in that light, in their wholeness, in their completeness. Yes. Once they resonate with that frequency, that unique signature frequency of their individual unique, you know, self-intentions that they have come forth on this planet to manifest, then it's, 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 impossible for anything other than that to exist in that space it's impossible yeah you know utterly impossible wow this is so beautiful this is this is even more than what i what i envisioned so um 
all in divine time. This is yeah. absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Now, now we're speaking about, you know, what is the actuality of what is truth, and we turn away from what is false. Um, there's a lot of talk and a lot of belief out in the world, um, you know, of, of people. There are coalitions and support groups um, for parents of children who are, who are uh, demonstrating the autistic spectrum, um, that they are um, blaming a lot of these things on the pesticides, on the water, on the vaccines, um, food allergies. Um, you know, a lot of people are improving uh, the well-being of the children with, with different uh, diets and things. Um, what is your perspective on on those uh, those ideas? I would say uh, there are two aspects to this, mm -hmm. uh, Tamara. One is that, you know, being energy sensitive. And the other thing is all of these that you mentioned, pesticides, vaccines, etc., acting as triggers. Mm -hmm. triggers for the manifestation of those symptoms in a person who is energy sensitive yes. and at the same time there is also this adaptation and adaptability that is going on so there is a middle ground with all of this mm -hmm. so no matter what happens humanity will survive and you know human evolution is going in the right direction it is just that these autistic children have come or all these autistic beings have come forth for us to be able to recognize and realize you know to what extent extremes we have got gotten into and to you know get back into balance wow so with respect to pesticides and vaccines and everything we are reaching that point of balance where we can know for ourselves you know what is working what is not working how much is necessary how much is unnecessary how much is pollute you know actually pollution and how to get back into balance and all of that all of that is happening so it's a question of i wouldn't say that you know pesticides don't cause the symptoms or vaccines are not the root cause it's not like that it's more of how energy sensitive the person is and whether these the, there has to be this primary um, what shall I say field of energy sensitivity for all of these other factors to trigger those symptoms in those in that person yeah so it's a combination of both and all truths are true there is something to all of this at the same time we need to I, I would say bring the focus back into getting back into balance you know, and that's that's happening, isn't it? All over the world, people are, you know, exploring organic methods of farming and everything and reducing pesticides use. And even vaccines, people are revisiting and seeing, you know, how much of it is really working, not working. So uh, I think we're reaching a balance point where uh, the evolved human being, so to speak, uh, will be able to adapt and come to this new level. It will be a totally new level from which from which state we'll be able to progress, uh, you know, um, on, a, on a on a much more uh, energy sensitive uh, path that is in harmony with us being able to lead our lives, you know, in, in more natural forms, naturally. Yes, and and a lot of times we do have to get uh, get a little trigger. We we do need to be poked and prodded a little bit to to make a change. Absolutely. You know, things, it's things very true because these children, being energy sensitive, they just reflect back to you whatever Ex is not okay. Exactly. exactly. So we, we can come back into balance. Hmm. Well, you know, speaking about, about children, and so it uh, makes me think about, about genes and about future generations. Um, and certainly there are concerns about the chemicals and, and how they're, you know, affecting us epigenetically. But how about... These vibrational frequencies are these frequencies. Say, say in the African American um, community here in America, uh, you know our history. 
You know, there yeah. were several yeah. generations of chattel slavery. And, and I think in, in India, there's the caste system. There's something that's similar that, that's gone on there, too. And so mm. there are generations of people who have been, who have been wounded, you know, have, who have been oppressed. And, you know, there's a vibrational signature of, of oppression, you know, of, of being an outcast, of being enslaved. And so with what you're doing... You know, in, in looking at this energetic signature, um, certainly it can be passed down and it can be healed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which is why, if you see, all these, especially with respect to autism, I mean, uh, to understand this from the perspective of autism would be the perfect way to do it because mm-hmm. each one of these children is unique. Yes. Which means there is so much of diversity. Okay, so everything has its place, including, you know, the caste or um, whatever it is, culturally speaking, whatever is there, everything has its place, its own uniqueness, its own value. And at the same time, and at the same time, we are all connected as human beings, so to speak. So, although, like you said, you know, um, it may be there in the genes or more than genes, I would say, you know, the energetic frequencies that hold this uh, um, this feeling of oppression or being, uh, you know, a victim of circumstances and all that, mm-hmm. all that can be completely healed when you start, when you experience who you truly are and you're able to see yourselves as whole and complete is when you'll be able to help the other person, you know, see themselves as whole and complete. Right. There is value to everything as a result of whatever, you know, our past generations, especially, you know, like you said, in your cultural uh, setup or, you know, in your uh, uh, past, uh, what they have experienced, the oppression and everything. As a result of all of that, there is there is so much of, uh, um, what would I say, asking, asking for harmony and, uh, you know, to be respected and to be valued as equal mm-hmm. in, the, uh, in, the, in the face of diversity and everything. And right now we are in those exciting ta- times where it's possible possible to heal all of that and actually you know value each person for who they really are right. which is what everybody is also who, whoever else is also there the oppressor or uh, what shall I say the perpetrator of the crime and the victim both of them are participants in all of this yes indeed and there, there is are, no are perpetrator role, role as well right there is no perpetrator without a victim Right. Yeah. yeah. So when you come from that um, uh, understanding of that uh, state of balance, or let's say when you're able to see both sides of the coin, mm-hmm. and when you come to that state of balance from that, or let's just say, uh, I would say, uh, coming from the hilltop view, standing on the hilltop, you're able to see both sides. Yes. And indeed. then you know where this person is headed, where that person is headed, in which direction. Yes. And then you know how to help them make course corrections and, you know, meet where they need to meet. Right. So when you're able to see both sides, and at the same time, you're not judging either side. Right. Cutting loose the judgments because yeah. certainly we all are, um, we're manifestations of our circumstances. And beliefs. And our socialization and the yeah. experiences. And so when we can break those down and unpack them and look at the fact that, hey, everyone is doing what they feel is best in the moment for themselves you know so we begin to understand that and and clear that away and then forgiveness can actually happen and we can see people as they actually are as you say the whole perfect and complete being 
um, that's still in process. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We're still Definitely developing. Yes. I mean, like, which is why, you know, um, it, it, there is an amplification of all of this world over, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Whenever, um, uh, wherever you see, all this, it looks like as if uh, uh, it's the worst of the times to live and yet it's the best of the times to live as well. Oh, yes. Most definitely. Because it's an opportunity. Opportunity for everything to really be cleansed out of our systems and, you know, regrouping again. Right. And, and sometimes you, you have to go all the way to the extreme of one end in order to come back to the middle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And yeah, human beings are like that, isn't it? Aren't I mean, like, we interesting? We, we learn by contrast. Okay, now yeah. I know what I don't want, so I can figure out what I do want. <laughs> Absolutely. And there, there is this uh, um, kind of rubber band effect, isn't it? See, when you go to really stretch, stretch, stretch somewhere, you have to let go and come back to yes. normal. Yes. <laughs> this is so New true. normal. This is so, girl, you're my soul sister from another mother. I know it. I know it. <laughs> yeah, I feel it too. It's resonance. Nothing is an accident. Oh, there, not at all. There are no coincidences. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in speaking about certainly autism and, and now we've been educated about energy and that autism is, is all about, about disturbances in the frequency. What about ADHD? Because, you know, the other part of your book and what you do is, is to heal autism and ADHD. What is the connection there? Yeah, see, the, like you said, you know, you, you brought the attention back to the title of my book, How to Heal Autism and ADHD in 30 Days, uh, The Phenomenally Powerful Breakthrough of Intent Healing. The reason why, you know, that uh, I included the term ADHD as well is, in the earlier days when I, when I was doing the healing, uh, you know, with these children, or uh, when they used to get referred to me with the diagnosis or with the label of autism, invariably what would happen is that, or they were in the process of being diagnosed or being investigated to see if the child was autistic. Uh, in parents um, where you know they went to the physician and the medical practitioner whoever was examining and then they were told okay given the diagnosis your child is autistic in the same sentence in the same breath invariably the medical practitioner would also say there is no cure for this or it's a lifelong developmental disorder so once they hear both uh, verdicts or statements made in the same sentence okay your child has autism and there is no cure for this is a lifelong developmental disorder then the parents energies you know the disturbances just skyrocket they just go haywire and that would manifest as these symptoms of ADHD in the child this was my observation Wow so I was like okay first the child comes and you know now the symptoms are worsening and the child is also becoming hyperactive now what is happening here so when I started investigating and you know I was really observing in which set of parents this was happening this is what I discovered and so when I uh, uh, again the root cause being the same for both energy disturbance once you correct the energy disturbance you know when address all of these in the parents and the parents are able to see yes there is a solution and so their energies also you know become calmer and come into harmony and balance and all of that all the symptoms of both autism and ADHD disappear the limiting symptoms wow so the, the, that is how you know uh, this works and um, before I proceed again I want to clarify here that um, when I say a cure for autism what I mean is curing all the limiting symptoms in autism and uh, what I mean by limiting symptoms is this varies from uh, case on a case by case basis any symptom that is preventing that particular child from being able to thrive would be limiting in that child 
So yes. the very same symptom that could be limiting in one child and preventing that autistic child from being able to thrive. In another child, the very same symptom may, need not necessarily be limiting if it's not, you know, preventing the child from thriving. So, which is why we need to address this on a case-by-case -case basis. Yes. That's what I mean by autism cure, is curing all of this that is preventing the child from living their best lives. And you, and in psychology, you know, there's something that when you work with a child, you also work with the parents because there's something called the family system. And, you know, a lot of times parents will bring the child in and say, hey, fix my child. But we know that it is a family system. And <laughs> you have deepened that understanding. You've enriched that because the, the child can't help but respond to the changes and fluctuations and disturbances in the parents' frequencies. And so that would make perfect sense. You know, if you, you, you work with the child, but those parents, they're also very important. Yeah, absolutely. Which is my, my my whole approach is this. It's it's very simple. I mean, you, you, you which is why I also say that you see results from day one. Right from day one. Why? Because we're going to the root cause. Yes. So it's only when you go to the... So because many of these families, I mean, like you, you also have experienced the same. They try just about everything. And um, what is, you know, a kind of, I would say, um, it does not make any sense is keep repeating the same things that do not work. Right. That's insane. So what is the point right. in repeating this therapy and that therapy and what all and what not when you can see that it's not showing any results? Why is that happening? It's because it's not the therapy. It's the energy of the therapist. It's energy that matters. Mm-hmm. So Important you go to the root cause, point. you know, address it from the level of energies, right from day one you see the results. That's how you know, you know how powerful all of this energy-based approach to dealing with these conditions is. Wow. This is absolutely, absolutely so important. You know, I want everyone to get out there and get your book, and I want everyone to follow you on social media wherever you are. Rashi. Yeah, YouTube. Uh, YouTube would be the best place, I would say. Awesome. So please share your website address, any resources that you can share with parents or anyone who, who needs the support here, and also the YouTube channel. Uh, okay, I'll start with the YouTube channel because, you know, right away they can go there and start watching the videos where I've explained, you know, for example, one video I've explained how to help the child make eye contact or what is happening with the child is a very common symptom, um, you know, the child not making eye contact. So my YouTube channel is Authentic Autism Solutions. So they can head over there and, you know, watch the videos and uh, learn more about this and start applying all of that right from today and start seeing the improvements in their child. And of course, there's my book. How to Heal Autism and ADHD in 30 Days, The Phenomenally Powerful Breakthrough of Intent Healing. And um, they can order it uh, through my website. It is an ebook, only in ebook format. So they can order it uh, through my website, which is AuthenticAutismSolutions.com. I have other websites as well, Saujanya.in and IntentHealing.com. But with respect to autism, this is a main site because everything here is focused only on autism authentic autism solutions.com and i have my blog there as well they can go through the articles there and i'm also there on uh, facebook they can connect with me on um, facebook heal autism now foundation and um, they can explore all of this and right now i'm excited about um, you know i'm launching a membership um, program monthly membership autism cure series so authentic autism solutions membership program autism cure series i'm excited about this because 
um through this i'm offering my services to more people on a monthly basis every month there will be one healing session and you know people can uh, register for this and they can experience the healing energies whatever i've described here whatever I'm, we are you know we have been discussing and i've been describing and all of that they can actually get to experience it and see the effect for themselves in themselves and in their child Excellent. so that's what i'm excited about and that's also there uh, they can register through my website so um these are the places they can um, you know benefit right from today through my website and through my youtube channels very very good and and please know that if you missed any of that you can always rewind but in the description of the show here on the illuminations media network i am going to make sure i put all the links in that description area so that you can get it i'm also going to put this on my youtube channel to reach uh, more and more people so we can get the word out here now the question that i have is that we can join in and we can get the experiences. We can uh, subscribe and have the monthly healings. But how can we learn to do what you are doing? Are you going to be training people to do this intention healing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for example, um, so far, so far what I've been doing is when I work with the parents, in the first session, the one on one session private healing sessions that i do that is another way people can access me and you access these energies and benefit uh, right from day one mm-hmm. and see the results the first session uh, i realign their energies and they get to experience you know what it is that i'm talking about how they are supposed to feel how they are supposed to feel you know whole and complete all these terms mm-hmm. experientially how they are supposed to feel so they get to experience how it feels like to be in an aligned state of energies that becomes their new frame of reference and in the very next session i initiate them into intent healing so I, i initiate them and i teach them how to do the intent healing self healing so they go empowered with the stool and then they start doing the healing on themselves and believe it or not just by doing this 10 minutes self healing on themselves with intent healing they start seeing their improvements in their child that is so awesome you know my grandmother used to have a saying and i <laughs> the, the family here on the illumination media network knows all about my grandmother's metaphysical sayings <laughs> wow and, and one that she would say she would say you know they would do better if they knew better mm. and and what you are bringing to the world is actually helping people to feel this better what is this better that they are supposed to feel and then when they were able to to grab that feeling tone and get a handle on it and know what it is then they're able to just expand on it and then spread and and heal others with this this is awesome this is amazing yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah because you know what tamara you rightly pointed out and your the uh, what your um, grandmother share has shared you know with her wisdom absolutely hit the nail on the head it is true that you know people don't even know how they are supposed to feel what is normal supposed to feel like they don't know, don't know. they're looking they for it in 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 coffee and and drugs and you know and and video just, games just. and <laughs> yeah i mean like see it's because you know uh, world over culturally and uh, otherwise also everywhere some amount of stress is considered as normal no you can mm. lead a joyous life i'm not saying okay you don't have to experience stress or whatever but you, first you have to get the get the feeling of what is possible i mean how are you yes. supposed to feel yes 
and how are you supposed to feel you know feeling alive feeling alive that is the first step for the person to you know get that get a sense of how, why they came here on this planet and what is a birthright to right. be able to experience their lives in a joyous manner to be able to create their lives in a joyous manner with joy not with stress that's right you know in my practice that's one of the the toughest things it, it's a huge question the first question i mean people come in with their problems i mean they you know as i mentioned before they know what they they don't want you know i don't want the weight i don't want this addiction you know i don't want this sad feeling of depression i don't i don't but when you ask them, well, what do you want? They have, <laughs> they have no idea. And so... Absolutely true. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So I, and I, I, it's yeah. hard. If you don't know, then what are you going to intend to mm. feel? Yeah. Very true. Very true. Or they, yeah, they, yeah. They, some of them may be able to articulate and say, you know, I want this. Uh, but then they'll give you a hundred reasons why they feel they, they, they can't get it. They can't get it, right? <laughs> Right. So I tell them, you know, why don't you just tell one reason why you can get it or why you want it? Just one. <laughs> one. One is enough. How about it's just because it's what I want? <laughs> True. You, so you are worthy. You are worthy of having that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very important, you know, to feel that it's your birthright. And what you are describing as worthy. Same thing. True, true. So true. Well, Raji, this has been amazing. And it has been such a gift and such a blessing. I do hope that you will agree to come back on the show at some point. Absolutely. I had so much fun. And, you know, this this has expanded uh, um, uh, the flow of, uh, you know, whatever was flowing in terms of uh, uh, what I was sharing. You know, I could feel so much energy when I was speaking about my father. So he's here. He's there. <laughs> I've never really felt his absence anytime, but I felt his presence in a very amplified manner today. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to, you know, experiencing experience him, his flow in this manner, uh, in this interaction with you. And I would love to connect with you anytime. No uh, problem at all. Because it's so easy. Definitely. It, with you. it is. There is this flow. There is this flow. And and I thank your father too. What is your father's name? His name is Kandaswami. Kandaswami. And, yeah. Kandaswami. Welcome to the Illuminations Media Network, Kandaswami. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Aww. It's been my pleasure. It's been a joy mm-hmm. speaking to you. Here. And Raji, until next time, and all of you listening, all of you listeners, I just thank you so much for hanging with me through the years, the ups and the downs and the hiatuses, and I'm back. (laughs) So much love. Until next time on the Illuminations Media Network. Peace and blessings.